Hello, I'm your host, Gillian Semler. You're listening to Let's Talk, brought to you by Citilets and Arla Property Mart Scotland. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show for the world of property letting, investment, legislation, personal stories and much more. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's Talk at citilets.co.uk. Joining me today is Buy to Let Investor, Vanessa Vandeveld. Morning, Vanessa. Good morning, Gillian. Now, you've been a landlord since 2012, and you actually became involved in property when you rented your flat, um, your own flat, which made you an accidental landlord. So can you tell us about this time, and, and at what point you decided to become a professional landlord? Yeah, so I left school and went straight into the family business, and I started making some money. And it was my parents that pushed me into getting onto the property ladder and... So your, your family business wasn't actually property, was it? No, my family business is a restaurant. So a lot of my friends were at university and I had this wad of cash and um, I put it into my first property. Okay, because you're only in your mid-30s but you've already built up an impressive property portfolio. So where are your properties located? So um, our properties are located in Midlothian, East Lothian, Falkirk, Fife and now Hoyk. Oh right, okay. So what factors make for a good investment then? Because obviously these are you know, very different places, you don't have them all in kind of one area. So what do you all consider when investing in a property? Um, first of all, the numbers have to be right. Um, we make our money when we buy our properties and we look for good transport links, bus routes, train stations, um, nearby schools and local amenities. Okay, so when you say um, you, with, with the numbers, so it needs to be a good um, purchase price yes. for it to work in the long run. Also, I would speak to local letting agents to see what types of properties are in demand. And we also use uh, local websites such as CityLets to see what kind of rental levels we can command. So what areas in Scotland would you recommend to someone looking to invest in buy to let? And, and do you know, has the pandemic affected locations for investing? Yes, most definitely. Um, a lot of people are looking for outdoor space, maybe an extra bedroom for an office and there is a shortage of family homes, especially in Fife. So three bedrooms, four bedrooms in the Fife area would be a good investment. Well, would you say that this is a good time then to start or you know expand an existing portfolio considering the pandemic, but you know, also given the effects of Brexit too? Yes, it's always a good time to start buying properties. Um, I'm sure many of us have looked at properties in the past and we wish we bought them because now the capital appreciation has almost doubled. Um, with Brexit, the only downfall for us would be that the material prices um, when we come to doing flips has increased. And you know, acquiring materials, has that had an effect either? Definitely. Mm -hmm. Okay, so a professional landlord, you know, it's often interpreted as someone who rents property for financial gain. Is this your only source of income? And if so, you know, can we look at advice for people looking to utilise properties and income? Because 
you know, how realistic do you think it is to be able to live on rental income? I mean, we'll talk about tax later, as we know, obviously that's a significant factor, but how many properties do you think landlords need to own, say, to become financially viable in this way? It all depends on your lifestyle. So if you like nice holidays and flashy cars, you are going to need a lot more property to finance your lifestyle. I think it's always better to have multiple income streams, um, but property has definitely given us uh, a lift in our financial gains. Last year when COVID hit um, us last March, my fiancé's income stopped because he is self-employed, so we actually had no other income apart from our properties, and we were lucky that most of our properties were bringing in rental income, which made us feel a little bit more secure, and we were still able to pay our bills. So what ways are there for landlords then to expand their um, existing portfolio using the equity within their properties? So our model is that we buy properties that need a fair bit of work done to it, we renovate them and refinance them, and with the money that we refinance the property from, we put into the next project. Right, well, now that tax relief on mortgage interest, well, as, as well as 10% wear and tear allowance have been abolished, what tax efficient routes are available then to landlords in order to maximise the profits? Uh, from now on, we are now buying in a limited company, and that has a benefit for us because we are looking to, um, in the future, make our children shareholders. We are also considering buying commercial storage units um, with that, uh, the increase in e-commerce and online shopping. Um, we're hoping that they rent really well. All right, okay, so what are the tax benefits then um, into buying into commercial property? So there is no section 24. Okay, so, so you still get the, the benefits of tax relief? Yes, and you can also use your SAS pension to purchase the commercial property. Mm -hmm. And it's longer term tenants usually, so you're not getting the hassle of the turnover of many tenants. Ah, right, okay, okay, so there's quite a few benefits there. Right, well, obviously, with a larger portfolio, you know, there's going to be significant costs involved. What advice would you give to reduce expenditure in areas such as you know, maintenance, insurance, safety certificates, etc.? Unfortunately, the cost is the cost, and just like running any business, there is outgoings and most costs are safety certificates so they are essential and why wouldn't I want to pay them. Um, with regards to insurance I do bundle all my insurance together and I just have a one-off payment which is once a year um, so I don't have that to worry about when which property is running out of insurance it's just a one-off payment once a year. Great and you'll obviously get probably a bit of a saving from the company having bundled. Yes, I use the one company. Right. And I'm aware, and, and you mentioned before, you know, that um, obviously when you've purchased properties, you've not always bought them to rent, but also to flip. So what are the pros and cons then of the two different strategies? Uh, the pros for flips is that there is a big chunk of cash at the end, which is always lovely. Um, rentals, <laughs> it's a regular steady income and the cons with flips is it can be quite stressful organizing tradesmen it's very time consuming 
um, and the cons with rents are that the tenants might not always pay or they can leave your property in a bad way. Oh yes, mm -hmm. and, and with flips obviously there's the stress of not knowing really when it will sell but have you ever had a problem with the length of time of when it's been on the market or they tended with obviously by choosing well in location that they, they have actually been purchased pretty quickly? With our first flip we were actually quite lucky because we had a tenant that was leaving one property um, and looking to purchase a property and we came forward and said would you be interested in looking at this property that we are about to put on the open market and they bought it straight from us so we actually saved money by not putting it through an agent and they bought it directly from us. Um, with another flip it had been on the market for a while and there was a delay in completion um, because the person that was buying it from us hadn't sold her property but um, it all went through within a couple of months time so that can be stressful. Right, for someone considering a flip do you have financial advice for this type of project? Yes, use other people's money. <laughs> um, for our last flip we used a private investor um, which was actually a family member so speak to people um, if you could maybe give them a bit of a better return on their money than what's actually in the bank, they might be interested. Okay, so how would that work? How do you propose it to them? You could write a investor's proposal document. You could write down what you plan to do, how much your purchase price is and how much you think the property will sell for by using comparables in the area. Okay, and how easy is it to find investors that, that, that possibly aren't family? Well, at the moment, I think it should be very easy because nobody's going on holiday, nobody's spending money, um, everybody should have a bit of savings in the bank. So you could find an angel investor by speaking to people, uh, people that you meet in the school playground, people that you maybe meet in the pub now that they're open. <laughs> Tell everybody what you're doing and possibly somebody might have 10,000, maybe 20,000 in the bank and they could come on board and at the same time they could make a profit on their money rather than keeping it in the bank. Well given the pandemic as well as the temporary ban on evictions in Scotland which is until 30th of September and I must point out as much as landlords don't want to evict tenants, I mean they also have to protect themselves from financial difficulty you know, due to rent arrears. So do you feel the process of vetting tenants has changed? Uh, yes, I mean we're lucky that all our properties are with a letting agent so we let them deal with all the vetting of tenants. Um, I do think it would be good for the landlord to know if they do have additional savings so that if anything was to go wrong, they were to lose their job, how many months rent would they actually be able to pay? Um, so there is hardship loans out there available to tenants in arrears, but again, that's a new process and that has its complications as well. Right, well, well you work with your partner Darren, who's a tradesman himself, so tell us about the benefits of this situation and you know, are there any drawbacks? Uh, I can tell you the drawbacks instantly. <laughs> um, I have been waiting for a new kitchen in my own home for <laughs> six and a half years. 
So I can't see that happening anytime soon yeah. um, because he's so busy with his own business and he is doing all our projects as well. He really struggles to let go and to let another contractor come on and you know, take over our own projects because he's a bit of a perfectionist and wants to do everything himself. <laughs> the benefits are is that he can fix most things and he, if he can't fix something, you know, we've got contacts in the trade that will be able to come in and help us. And there'll be benefits, I imagine, with, especially in particular with properties to flip because he'll be able to maybe save some money by doing many aspects himself. Yes, that's true. That? Okay. Now, well, you've been a landlord for a considerable time now, so you must have experienced some amusing or, or interesting situations. So are there any that you can tell me, well, without me having to edit later? <laughs> <laughs> so the majority of properties we look at are run-down properties. And, you know, we get to see lots of avocado bathroom suites and swirly carpets. <laughs> but our first property that we did flip was actually a cannabis farm. So uh, there was holes in the wall where they've had ventilation going through and we actually took our children to see this property and they thought it was hilarious to stick their heads through the holes in the walls um, and I said please do not touch anything and we wa I couldn't wait to get out the property um, and Darren said oh this property is perfect and I just didn't have the vision because I've got really bad imagination <laughs> um, but we actually put an offer in and got it and it was a fantastic flip. Fantastic, that's great. <laughs> well listen thank you Vanessa, you've been great, you've given great advice to those that are interested in expanding or, or looking to buy to let um, or even flipping so thank you. Thank you very much. I'm Gillian Semler, thanks for listening. If you've enjoyed the show, don't forget to subscribe to the Let's Talk channel on all the usual platforms including Spotify, iTunes and SoundCloud, as well as on citylets.co.uk forward slash podcasts. And also let your friends know where to find us. Let's Talk is a dedicated property show providing insight into the world of property letting. More information on today's show can always be found on our show notes along with this podcast. If you want to get in touch, just reach out. Let's talk at citylets.co.uk.